Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan, and today we are going to be talking about my concerns, expectations, and hopes for Black Widow coming out on July 9th. And as you guys know, it's the 5th today, so if you guys uh, live in the United States, um, I know it's a day late, but I hope you all had a great 4th of July. Mine was more so on the uh, simmer... Or, Simmer? Jeez, I'm, um, more on, like, the, uh, laid-back side, had a fire, watched the fireworks from a distance, um, I was looking out for a family member, so I wasn't, you know, being too, too crazy, but, yeah, so, um, today we're going to be, uh, just kind of talking about Black Widow, this is gonna be my final podcast, um, talking about that movie, you know, back in the day when me, David, and Kevin were all here, you know, the PC boys were all together, um, which we haven't done a podcast together in so long, it's crazy, back in those days, PC Boys was at its best because the group discussions that we used to have, unfortunately, um, you know, me starting the podcast and now doing this on my own, it's not the same, um, but we'll make a podcast at some point talking about that, that change from the group, you know, interactions and stuff to, um, you know, me doing this solo, um, but yeah, so I... You know, we'll do that some other time. But to the uh, the topic at hand. So today, uh, yeah. So let's get into Black Widow. So um, I want to talk about my concerns first because I think that this is, you know, get the negatives out of the way in the beginning. So my concerns for Black Widow, um, everything I've heard about Black Widow so far has ranged from it's, it's like um, the Winter Soldier, which is good. But I hear a lot about Taskmaster possibly being a very sidetracked character. And to me, this is is concerning. I watched a um, review very recently from the Angry Joe show, and they were basically explaining how Taskmaster was not given the screen time uh, to build out his character and show, you know, everything that Taskmaster is capable of. And to me, that's very unfortunate because I think that, you know, Taskmaster um, is a very interesting Marvel villain. A lot of people are just like, oh, we just copy other people's moves. But at the same time, it makes him a very formidable and versatile opponent to the point where he can essentially be most other superheroes other than, you know, obviously like the Hulk or Deadpool or Wolverine. But... Taskmaster's my favorite Marvel villain in the comics, and I know a lot of people are going to be a picture of Spider-Man fan. How could he possibly be your number one villain? And like I said, it's due to the fact that he's not some crazy guy or over-the-top, you know, lunatic or scientist gone mad. He's just a guy that goes into the military, and depending on which version you, you know, you read about uh, for Taskmaster, rather it's, I believe, the ultimate version is the one that took the super soldier injection that essentially gave him amnesia after he um, remembered a fighting style um, and it wasn't even on purpose so basically he would observe somebody uh, you know be able to on command memorize and replicate the fight moves but at the cost of his own memory so he ends up forgetting stuff Um, but then in the 616 timeline he essentially as a kid watched cowboy movies and stuff and was basically able to have a photographic memory like a really good one and be able to mimic and do and replicate everything that he saw um, on screen or on the battlefield. So that was the interesting thing about Taskmaster Taskmaster to me is the fact that he's very versatile. Um, But in this movie, when they say that, you know, Taskmaster, you know, the reveal of who Taskmaster is and everything, to me, I was just like, you know... 
If Taskmaster is not utilized well in this film, I am going to be very upset because he is one big reason I am watching this movie. Um, because he is my favorite villain. And at the same time, um, I want to see this because of Scarlett Johansson and the Black Widow character and to get more of a backstory and personal story on her while also having a cool spy thriller movie, a lot like The Winter Soldier, which is my favorite MCU movie to date even with Endgame and Infinity War out. So, in my opinion, you know, I'm very concerned about Taskmaster. There's also been talks about, you know, um, you know, SGW woke stuff in this movie. And, and as I've talked about in the past and beat it to death, you're not going to get me to like your movie by throwing, you know, woke shit in your movie. It, it just turns me off. It just takes me out of the movie and cringe, and it's not good. You know, if you want me in your movie, you gotta make, you know, your characters complex. You gotta give them challenges. Like I said back when we, you know, discussed about Captain Marvel and did a review on it, Captain Marvel, you know, Carol Danvers, her character didn't really have an arc. You know, it was all about amnesia, and remembering who she is and then telling a man that she doesn't need to prove herself to him. But at the end of the day, she was overly powered from beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. So when all of a sudden she remembers her past and is supposed to be like super strong and resilient by the end, it just didn't even feel like there was a hero's journey to get there. It just felt like it was given to her already. She just kind of got her memory back and that's really about it. <laughs> so... In my opinion, you know, Captain Marvel, while it wasn't the worst movie that I, th or the movie that I thought it was going to be, the character development of Carol Danvers was little to non-existent, because, like I said, it's not like in a Spider-Man movie, like if you go back to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, where Peter's losing his powers, and he has to go on a hero's journey as normal Peter Parker to become Spider-Man again, you know, you don't get that sort of journey in Captain Marvel, and I'm hoping in Black Widow they don't do that with Yelena. I'm not really focused on Black Widow in terms of that character development because we know that she dies. She's had other films that she's in. All they really need to do for Black Widow in this movie, explain a little bit about her backstory, about Budapest, and, you know, giving her more of an emotional-centric character. But when it comes to Yelena, who's supposed to take over the role of Black Widow moving forward in the MCU, this movie needs to establish her character well as well and be able to give her not only a relatable origin alongside Natasha, but at the same fucking time, they need to be able to convey a hero's journey with her. Because with Black Widow, the hero's journey, in my opinion, is not needed for her character. She needs more of a origin slash backstory um, shown to us, not you know, not told to us, but shown to us, um, and Yelena needs a hero's journey sort of thing, because if she's going to be the next Black Widow, she needs to have a journey in the beginning of this movie, not being as competent or not as uh, strong, <laughs> Or um, not even on the same level as Natasha, right? Because if they make Yelena from the beginning of this movie as good or on par with Natasha to the end, it doesn't give her a hero's journey. And like I said, a hero's journey is important to every superhero. That's, you know, when Spider-Man gets bit by the spider, you know, Uncle Ben dies and he needs to learn to use that guilt that he feels for Uncle Ben to do good things and to become Spider-Man and to be selfless. And throughout the Raimi 
Raimi trilogy, you know, you go and see Peter Parker rise to be a hero and he falls and then he rises, gets cocky and becomes a dickhead and then falls and then comes back up again to be a good man. And in every single Raimi, you know, movie, even Spider-Man 3, which I really dislike, there's at least a hero's journey that's interesting to watch in that. And in this movie, they need that for Yelena. And then, like I said, for Black Widow, they need a good backstory and to show you what's going on with um, her character and where she came from. So that way, when we see her death in Endgame, when we rewatch it, we can feel that impact more than we did in the theaters when it happened. Um, and in my opinion, you know, this movie has a few things riding on it, um, because in a way, this Black Widow movie, while it will explain more about Natasha, and it will give us more of a, uh, a sympathetic role to her, and we'll be able to relate to her more, and just, you know, get more backstory on her for the MCU iteration, it's also a hero's journey, and the start of a new hero's origin being Yelena as well, so you're having to do both of these things at once. So, those are my concerns for the movie. Having a hero's journey, not putting a bunch of SJW woke bullshit in, in the movie, because that's not really needed. And also, um, Taskmaster needing to be actually utilizing this movie to his fullest potential. And like I said, my opinion may be different from Angry Joe's. Maybe I'll find that he was perfectly balanced in this movie. At the end of the day, though... We will wait and see, you know, on July 9th, we will see what Black Widow has to offer and what exactly this, like, where this movie will stand in the MCU. Because Black Widow and Spider-Man are the two MCU movies this year that I'm most excited for, other than, of course, uh, Venom and Morbius. More so Venom, obviously, because Venom's fucking, like, my second favorite MCU villain. Um, but at the end of the day, though, those are Sony films, not Marvel Cinematic Universe films, and, which is funny, because they're kind of supposed to be connected, but Sony said that they aren't, so we'll have a whole nother podcast talking about that fucking mess, about the Sony-Marvel, you know, MCU connection. We'll do that in some other podcast, but, you know, going into it, you know, these are two films that I'm very excited about this year. Shang-Chi looks interesting. I'll definitely give it a watch, but Marvel's Eternals, I could give less of a fuck for. So, yeah. Um, anyways, though, let's move into my hopes for this movie. So, my hopes for this movie are that we get to see a little bit of Red Guardian, um, and his past of being Red Guardian, because I feel like if we just pick up with Red Guardian as an old guy and don't get any sort of, you know, um, showing of what he did in the past and that version of the Super Soldier program, I think that that will make his character comedic relief and David Harbour I love this man in Stranger Things and I hope I love him in this movie I don't want his character to be a bumbling dummy and I don't want him to be just a comic relief right I get that he's supposed to be the funny character of this movie but I want him to have his own badass moments because you can't have a Russian version of Captain America and not make him even, you know, competent at fighting. And we obviously know from the trailers, he will be fighting uh, Taskmaster, so hopefully we'll get something. But like I said, we know Black Widow will survive this movie, so, you know, we're not really worried about what will happen to her. Yelena, we know, will survive because, you know, Yelena is carrying the mantle forward, and that's why I don't like them announcing plans for the future because it kind of ruins the movies 
like that haven't come out already. Um, and the only two characters we don't know what's happening with is uh, Natasha's mother and what's happening to David Harbour's Red Guardian. So I have no fucking idea what's happening to those characters. Um, but yeah, so this movie is going to be really interesting. Um, I hope. I hope that the... You know, they do a good story for all the characters. I'm hoping that David Harbour's Red Guardian gets a good backstory as well. Um, Taskmaster. So, whenever they reveal him, I'm hoping that they don't do a very obvious cliche thing where they kind of hint at the identity of Taskmaster. Because I have, like... It's the Scream effect with me, right? I like to not know who the killer is. Scream was so effective at trying to make you guess who was behind the mask the entire fucking movie. They threw you off, too. Because when they were like, oh, Billy was, you know, you you suspect Billy to be one of the killers. And then, of course, he goes to jail. Then they clear his name and stuff. And then you're like, oh, Billy's innocent. And at the end of the movie, when Billy becomes, you know, is, is said to be one of the killers, you're like, oh, my fuck, I was right. They fucking played me. It was so clever and like i said with finding out the identity of any masked hero or villain you want that identity revealed to be big you don't want it to be you know something that they you know elude you know give you a little um you know hints at throughout the film to me that ruins it and i don't like it when a masked character like that shrouded in mystery is kind of given away at some point in the movie, which is something I also heard that will possibly uh, happen. So, I hope it's not telegraphed. So, you know, my hope is that they do a good reveal for Taskmaster. Another thing I really want out of this movie, and it has to do with the Black Widow program, is there needs to be a solid conclusion to what happens with the Black Widow program. It Does it continue? Is it shut down? Like, I don't want, like, some, you know, maybe it's continuing, maybe it's not. I want a definitive answer as to, you know, the Black Widow program, what's their goals, what are they trying to do with it? And, you know, do they shut it down or not? I'm going to assume they do shut it down. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm really hoping that they, you know, elaborate and go in depth with the Black Widow program. Because I think that that would be a very interesting lore piece. And like I said, for the people that just watch the movies and haven't read the comics and stuff, this would be important to explain them. Um, even when you, you know, do your own MCU rendition of them. I was, uh, talking to, um... Somebody that I uh, met who was like a peer leader for our college group, uh, we were talking um, about Marvel and we were talking about Spider-Man and, and the origin and she, you know, was talking about how like you, you can change the character and the cast and some of the storylines and take elements from, you know, other versions of the comics and throw them into the movie. And I was explaining to her, you know, that that's completely fine, but at the end of the day, the comic, uh, the, the character that is the main centerpiece or protagonist or main hero has to have that center origin point that isn't different from the comics. You can't make Spider-Man happen without Uncle Ben. And unfortunately, the MCU has tried to do that and it just doesn't work. So I'm hoping with Black Widow, with, you know, the Black Widow program, they keep it close to the comics, but you can branch out and do everything, whatever you want after that. But you got to make sure Black Widow's core motivation 
to becoming, you know, uh, an agent for the United States and an Avenger, you got to make sure that something in the Black Widow program when she was growing up led her to, you know, being the Black Widow and an Avenger that she now is. You can't just change all that up. And the MCU has this bad habit of changing a lot of origins and main centerpieces of the character. Uh, like I said, Spider-Man is the biggest one because, you know, you take Spider-Man, you get rid of Uncle Ben, you replace him with Tony Stark, but then Spider-Man doesn't even give a fuck about what's going on. Like, he cries about Tony's death, but gives the one thing that was left to him by his quote-unquote father figure in this new iteration to Mysterio within two days of knowing him. If you had somebody that you looked up as as a father die and they left you one thing when they passed on, are you gonna just give that away to somebody that you've known for two days? No, you're not. So, in my opinion, the Marvel version of Spider-Man is it doesn't feel like Spider-Man to me. Like, Tom Holland is a great actor. He does, you know, his role very well. He takes it very serious, and I'm I have no problem with Tom Holland as an actor. He's doing what he's being told. It's the writing team that writes a completely shitty fucking story that surrounds Tom Holland and doesn't make him feel like Spider-Man. And when it comes to this Black Widow movie, I want Natasha to have trauma. Because here's another problem with the MCU, right? My hope is Black Widow in this movie is not a Mary Sue. They did it with Captain Marvel, okay? This cannot be a Mary Sue movie. You have to have Black Widow have some sort of trauma from the Red Room, from being in the program. You gotta have something to drive her to want to be an Avenger, to escaping the program, to getting out of Russia. This is stuff that you need to have Black Widow experience. We got a little glimpse of the Red Room and a little bit of what she had to go through in Age of Ultron, but... Now we have an entire movie that can expand upon that and make a deeper connection to her character. And we need to make sure that this movie has that. Because if this movie shits on Taskmaster, if it shits on Black Widow, and just decides to be a full SJW woke spy thriller movie where they just put men down the entire time... This movie will not get a good rating from me. And I, 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 it really won't have to, anything to do with Scarlett Johansson. And, and I'm, I'm not even worried about Scarlett Johansson's performance or David Harbour's or, matter of fact, any of the main cast. I think they're all gonna act well. It's just, if your writing is bad, it's not your fault as an actor that your movie sucks. It's the writer and director and whoever is, you know, creating the story and how it progresses, you know? Because, like, if you make a fan film or something and it's dog shit, like if the story's good and the rest of it's dog shit, people can still enjoy your film. But if you're, you know, if you have great effects, like the MCU has great special effects, it always looks good. But at the end of the day, if the movie story sucks or it's just, you know, one of these bland superhero stories, it's boring. One thing I can say about the MCU is that the only movies that I actually feel compelled to watch is the Captain America movies from Winter Soldier on a Civil War. Those movies are really good. Those are very well done movies. Avengers Endgame and Infinity War are well done. However, I would say Endgame's better in terms of writing and Infinity War's better with the action. And then, um, if I had to rate any other, um, Spider-Man, or Spider-Man, if I had, uh, you know, list off any other MCU movies that I really enjoyed, uh, Iron Man 1 was absolutely fucking fantastic, 
Um, Iron Man 3 wasn't bad. Iron Man 2 was laughably bad, mainly because of the villain. I don't know. Iron Man 2, I, I don't know what to think about it. It's kind of one of those movies. I'm just like, eh, it is what it is. Um, and for even Phase 3, you know, w with that, it's really hard. Because, like, the Thor movies are fine, but they aren't anything great. They're fine. Um, a lot of the MCU is average. Like, I love the MCU, but a lot of the movies are very average. Captain Marvel being below average. Hell, even Spider-Man I wouldn't even rank among my top five films, and he's my favorite superhero. His films, to me, are just too lighthearted. The only time I enjoyed Spider-Man is at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming when he fights the Vulture. That ending fight, in my opinion, was the only Spider-Man felt thing in that in, of his entire character in the MCU. That's it. That is the only time I feel like he's Spider-Man. That ending of the movie where he pushes up the fucking AC unit, looks at the mask where it's half of his face, half of Spider-Man's face, that right there I fucking loved. And then in the, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home, they just went away from it. So this movie, okay, can have the potential to be Winter Soldier-esque. But this movie also has the potential to be Captain Marvel. So this movie could be great, one of my favorites, or complete dog shit, and I just don't even want to watch it. And like I said, it's not Scarlett Johansson's fault or even the main cast. If you are acting the best you can with the script that you're given, it's not your fault that the movie you act in is dog shit or not. I'm hopeful that this movie will be good. But if it's not, I will not be afraid to say this movie is shit. And like I said, we live in a culture today where if you dare say a movie's bad because it has a female lead, they'll immediately assume, you know, the critics and stuff. Oh, well, it's because you're a white man or you're a man and you don't like women or whatever. It has to do with writing. It's all about the writing. If you have a female lead, that's great. Even if you have a male lead, it, that's great. It doesn't fucking matter who the lead is. If your writing is shit and your character progression is non-existent, it just is a shitty movie. So I'm worried about Black Widow, but I'm optimistic. I think that this movie will be good. I have no doubt the visuals will be good. I have no doubt that the action will be good. But the story, the, you know, the character arcs, the conflicts that they have to go through, these are important things that each Marvel character needs. And Spider-Man hasn't even really gotten that either. So this third Spider-Man movie, you bet your ass I'm going to be super critical of. I've been critical of Spider-Man in the MCU a lot more lately because I now that Endgame is done and Infinity War is done and we're kind of coming off the hype, well, we should be off the hype train, of those movies, and you start to rewatch the MCU, you start to realize trends that you didn't before when you were blinded by amazement. The MCU is something astonishing that's never happened before, but a lot of the MCU movies went from being more serious with good plots with generic villains to being more of comedy movies with generic villains. You know, the only good villains that I can list off in the MCU, Vulture, Thanos, and really that's about the only two I can think of that are really good villains. I can't say there's a lot of other villains in the MCU that are really good. I mean, all Thor's villains are fucking just literally hellbent on destruction for some reason.
or conquering shit. Loki was not really a good fucking villain. Ultron was pretty good. I did like Ultron. Um, but Ant-Man's villains, yet again, nothing too fucking crazy. Ant-Man Quantanama will probably change that, though, by a long shot, because it's going to have Kang the Conqueror in it. That's a pretty big deal. So, yeah, um, this movie has a lot on its shoulders, in my opinion. Although we know what happens to Black Widow in Endgame, this movie is an origin story for the new Black Widow being Elena, and it's also a story of giving us more backstory on Black Widow and making us resonate with her character more than just a side character. So, Black Widow is going to be a movie that's about an origin story, but also about making us more connected to an already existing character while introducing new characters and trying to give them some backstory too. But like I said, I'm worried about a lot in this movie. I am. I always enjoy MCU movies for the most part, other than Captain Marvel and probably The Eternals. But, at the end of the day, it comes down to, does the movie have good writing? That's what I'm worried about with Black Widow. The writing. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for you guys. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast a lot longer than my normal podcast. My podcast back in the day used to range from 30, 40, 50 minutes. Now, you might get one that's 15 minutes if you're lucky. So yeah, this is my last podcast about Black Widow until I watch it and do my inevitable review on it and tell you guys what I think about the film. I am hopeful that this movie will be good, but I have no idea if it will or will not be good. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all in the next one.